Hi guys, this is Joe from the Power Records Podcast. Great to be with you here today where we talk about vinyl records, vinyl record selling, collecting, trading. This is the podcast for you. Guys, what an awesome day it is today. Beautiful, beautiful sunny day. What a comparison to the other few days that we've had here. Pure rain and fog and coldness. Oh, it's so comfortable. It's 25. Where we don't have too many of these days this year here in Toronto, Canada. Uh, it's been pretty, pretty awful. <laughs> pretty awful in terms of, uh, you know, spring weather. It's 25 degrees, which is about 77 Fahrenheit. It's so beautiful right now. I mean, we're gonna, when, I get, uh, when I get off of this podcast, I'm going to get out my vinyl records and put on some nice new wave, new wave records like the Pretenders or the Clash. Put my speakers outside and just listen on my patio. That's what it's all about, vinyl records. And then when side one finishes, I'll go one side and flip it over to side two. Just like it's always been, like I've been doing since I was age 14. Guys, I remember now that we talk about new wave, you know how this new wave movement started. Like You know all the new wave bands that have been around. And I don't know if you followed new wave. But before new wave, it was like the punk movement. And uh, I had the opportunity to, you know, to listen to a lot of punk back in 19, late 70s and early 80s. And then kind of flipped over from punk into like new wave. And I don't know if some of you remember that, but, you know, it was Sex Pistols in 1976. And I remember, you know, turning on the radio um, um, just before I went to school and, and and I heard the radio, you know, the new reports that there's a band in England called the Sex Pistols, and it was, it really caught my curiosity. And so, who would name a band? Who would, who would name a band the Sex Pistols? And what were they all about? Well, apparently they couldn't play instruments. That's what I heard. Like, uh, and I started reading up on them in you know some magazines and some music magazines, and there wasn't a lot said about them at the beginning because. You know, they were they were a band apparently that was just causing a ruckus. You know, during interviews they were swearing, and of course you wouldn't hear of that in uh, from anybody about swearing on online on on the radio, and and puking and throwing up in airports and wearing these disgusting clothes and putting safety pins through their ears and and you know wearing these you know god awful leather uh, uniforms that you know were looked awful. Uh, you know, wearing these sneakers, these white sneakers, and being like dirty with these dirty haircuts and spiked hair, you know. But it 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 caught my attention because I wanted to hear what type of music they played. So, my, in my usual rounds to Sam the Record Store and A and M Records downtown, where I used to go get all my records, I bought Nevermind the Bullocks, and that was the Sex Pistols' first album. And, you know, like, it was really strange, the hardness of the music and the punk, as they called it, punk music, the hardness and the swearing in it and um, how fast and energetic the music was. And I played it over and I kind of liked it. And I kind of got into more punk uh, stuff like that was out there. I can't really remember all of it, but I remember the Buzzcocks. I started listening to them. 
and uh, local bands here. So one day, my cousin and I were walking down Young Street doing absolutely nothing like we used to do in the old days, walking around to the arcade shops and uh, stores and walking store to store and uh, record stores. And then we walked by the New York the New Yorker, New Yorker Theater, which was on Young Street, and there was a show playing there, and the show was the Ramones. Ramones, which I never, never heard of them before, and backing up the Ramones was a band called the Dead Boys. So my cousin and I said, well, you know, in those days, you just walked into these shows, you wouldn't have to get advanced tickets. It wasn't a popular type of music, and it was actually, I said, a punk show. So my cousin and I said, why don't we go check it out and see what it's all about? And sure enough, the show started like at 12 midnight, and it was seven bucks to get in. And the Dead Boys came on stage, and they actually impressed me on their energy. And I thought the two bands, out of the two bands, the Dead Boys and the Ramones, the Dead Boys took over. They were better than the Ramones, although I did like the Ramones. I did see the Ramones after that at other shows. But the Dead Boys, I saw about 10 times after that because I thought they just had this energy and this difference. And I bought their first album, Young, Loud, and Snotty. And then We Have Come For Your Children was the next album. And of course, they split up after that. But I listened to their records over and over again. And I fell in love with their music. And I saw them over and over again. And then after that, of course, um, buying other punk stuff. But I started getting into New Wave, listening to bands like Pretenders, and, uh, you know, bands like Shoes. I don't know if you guys remember Shoes, another great new wave band, and Romantics. They all came out after that, and I saw them a lot. And, of course, these guys came around to Toronto and played, and they really, really got into the new wave movement. But the punk movement, I thought I was honored to be part of that because I was watching tons of punk shows, mainly local artists like the the Diodes were from Toronto, uh, the Poles, they were from Toronto, um, they they were uh, they were bands, local bands, punk bands, which I really enjoyed seeing them. And the Demix, I know if you guys remember the Demix and that song uh, New York uh, and uh, City, I believe it was called. It was a great great band to see as well too. So I just was thinking about that the other day, and I have a lot of the music at home, uh, vinyl uh, on vinyl. I got rid of it. Stupidly, I got rid of a lot of my uh, vinyl of punk and new wave. And I know a lot of the punk stuff is going for good money right now. And it's you sell it. You, you see it in record stores. You see a lot of the punk vinyl for sale. Uh, but um, but uh, it's it sells for quite a bit. So I kind of regret getting rid of a lot of my punk my punk records. So I think that really that if you have a hold of punk vinyl at home hang on to it it's worth a lot of money and enjoy it because you don't hear that music anymore there is punk bands out there but you know not to the the new wave punk movement at the beginning was so exciting and so exciting to see live shows so exciting to collect the vinyl music of the old days of the 70s and 80s so guys i want to talk briefly about today about um you know, what you need to do if you sell vinyl music. If you sell vinyl music like I do, you know, what your job is as a dealer, as a record dealer, and that is to get your customers coming back to your site, right? You want them coming back, and you want them always checking with you and checking your listings 
and keep your listings refreshed and keep them going all the time. If you have dull, dull uh, listings and, uh, and um, a dull site, uh, you won't see them uh, populating or coming back to your site and buying violin music. Your job is to lure your customers back and get them back to keep them buying records, right? So uh, one couple th things to advise you on is have nice pictures. If you're going to have a record for sale on eBay or on Discogs or on Music Stack or uh, wherever it is, make sure you take a couple of pictures, nice clear pictures. Take a picture of the cover front and back. Make sure you take a picture of the label. And, and, and this is important because a lot of uh, customers are interested in the catalog number, right? So have a picture of the label. Have a picture of the vinyl itself so that way it, um, you can see if there's any scratches, any scuffs. Try to have clear, clear pictures. Very important, guys, because, again, you don't, number one, you want to tell the truth. And pictures do tell the truth. Have at least three or four nice pictures of the record that you're listing in your ad. Also, have a nice description, right? What I've seen many times is like three or four word descriptions, and it's just not going to tell much about the record. Try to describe the record, what it looks like, what condition it is, if it's got any like wear on the cover, if it's got scuffs and scratches, or try to be precise in, in, your, in your descriptions, right? Don't go and ship the item if uh, if you don't have a description don't try to rip off your your customer by giving them a wrong description or something that's really not accurate be accurate in pictures be accurate in descriptions don't go too overboard where you have say, you're saying too much about it that also turns your customer off as well too right so also keep as i said keep finding more product say to, in your ads as well that there's you're listing your products daily and to keep checking back for a new product. And your job is to go out to the flea markets, go out online, go out to garage sales, and keep bringing in and bringing in more new vinyl so that your customer keeps coming back, right? And always, 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 guys, remember to tell your customer at the end of the ad what to do. Say to them, order today. Order today gives them a little command saying, you know what to do if you just put a description and then end it off have a, a couple words saying order today it's a command that they will go and buy the vinyl if they are interested in buying it you have to have a command at the end so that's my advice about selling records if you sell records like I do keep it fresh keep inventory coming in you know don't spend tons of money but look at sources that are cheaper sources and then you know, slowly, slowly add to your uh, add to your library uh, on online store that way. Okay, so guys, I do sell on Music Stack. I sell on Discogs. Have a look there uh, um, on my show notes. You'll see the you'll see the attachments where you can go and find lots of vinyl records if you're interested in buying. We're also on Facebook at Power Records One. So have a look there. All our podcasts are listed there as well too. Guys, I hope you love this podcast. I hope you do. And subscribe to it if you do. And I hope you have an awesome day and an awesome week. Take care and talk to you soon.